This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Here we go. It's hour number one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It is time now to talk about the biggest stories that have been developing throughout uh, the last 19 hours since we last broadcasted with you. We're going to rock the house once again, 2 to 7. General at your service, Eddie's. There's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboys scout, NFL executive, Emmy Award winner, and the number one influencer on Cowboys social media. He's at Brian Broaddus on X. Lucius Alexander's in the pimp cup over there at Master Control here at 75 and fits you. You do have Wolchuk and Chia follow your nosebleed brothers. And uh, you have Carter Freeman who's coordinating your video at 105.thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube and has one eye on college football. How you guys doing today? Wonderful, man. Happy hump day to you fellas. Absolutely. Happy hump day. Yeah. Yeah. It's All time good. to get our hump on. We're humping. Yeah. Uh, last night it looked like we were watching the Stars' uh, defense fall apart. Sure Gave up did. two at the end of the at the first, and, and as our show was wrapping up, we were heading home down two one. Yeah. Bang, 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 and another one in the uh, second period. They went up five two, and they they hold on to win five four. So congrats to the Dallas Stars. Rope, another uh, double digit goal game. But man, you're right. At the end there, got a little nervous. We're holding on to our butts. They go down a man. They get an empty net goal. We're thinking, geez, guys, come on. Don't blow a five to two lead here. Thank yeah, God. and they didn't. Uh, thankfully, I, I'm, I'm hoping for some upgrades here to the defensemen. But yes, Hintz had, had an assist as well, and Wyatt Johnson had three helpers, as they call yeah. it there Yo, in hockey. Is, I'm sure, you know Brian. You you put in the call there. You were like, I need more from Wyatt Johnson. I I, would, I was kind of hopeful. I mean, a young guy that skates very well, handles the puck well at times. But man, I, I was thinking that you could probably get a little bit more from him and they they did last night i i think that was a pretty successful road trip it was for them to to get the to get the points that they were able to do so that's all about you know just kind of keep they just need to get the goaltending healthy again you know get that back in order where they just don't have to uh completely lean on otter uh all the all the time but uh man it's uh it's 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 a fun team to watch offensively it really is but uh defensively man they will make you cover your eyes at times and they so we, weathered the storm without Miro and hopefully Jim Neal said he should be back either Thursday against the Ducks or Saturday against the Capitals yeah, that's a day t- day tilt so that will be uh that'll be huge to get him back so we got good vibes going on with the hockey team hockey. We, we have uh, Adrian Beltre going into the Hall of Fame with a press conference this afternoon with not only the assembled DFW media but also a number of former Texas Rangers Elvis Andrews is in DFW Michael Young Cole Hamels Shin Su Chu among the players at Adrian Beltre's Hall of Fame press conference at uh, Globe Life Field. He appeared uh, with the KMC Masterpiece in the 12 o'clock hour, and it has been another enchanted afternoon in the greatest offseason in uh, Texas Rangers history and the greatest uh, offseason of uh, or one of the greatest offseasons of my life, right? My teams usually don't win the championship, yeah, usually, so I'm you, soaking it all in. Yeah, usually our teams find ways not to uh, – 
they find ways to underachieve when they have the opportunity, but not this Texas Rangers bunch, man. You know, it, it really did. It, it's, it, they, they went through so much during the year, but to, to end the, the season the way they did and, and to get to the World Series, get the playoffs in the World Series and finish it off, it, it makes it even more exciting to, you know, we're about to go out and that was a short off season. I was talking, we were talking to Jared Sandler last night. I'm like, yeah, how about the short off season, man? He goes, now you'll take you'll take short off season every time if it means winning championships. Damn right. So you know, I'm looking forward. To, I think we're all looking forward to to getting out to Arizona and and uh, kind of reliving yeah. all those uh, those nice memories and hopefully making some new ones. You know, I'm thinking the first a couple months of the season, it, it, it you know, it could be a bumpy ride. It might be a glorious ride. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm just setting my expectations to baseline for the first couple of months until the reinforcements come around, and you know, you get guys healthy there for the second half of the season trade deadline. But by the time we get to, you know, September, October, November, I, I am going to be thinking, um, you know, we are in the midst of a dynasty, and once you have dynasty established, um, you know, then you could win the championship at any time. So yeah. it, it it's it's like the most excited I, I think I've ever been going into a season here with the Rangers, and obviously you can see why being defending champs. You just don't know what move that Chris Young is going to make that's going to be the one that propels you into that. We all kind of talked no, about spending the money for Degrom and all that. I, I know we had you know Dawson. We were doing some shows, and you're like, I don't know about spending money on this for that, and you know, but hell, you go out and you you, you add a couple of guys at the trade deadline, and the next thing you know, it's you know, those are the guys that are kind of propelling you into the playoffs and, and then, you know, through the World Series. And he's going to go get the biggest names. He, he you is, know, he's not going to And, shot, yeah. and yeah. then on top of that, I mean, just to take stock, you know, last year going into the season, you were depending on guys, and for a lot of the years you did depend on Ezekiel Duran and, and Jankowski and guys that we liked. But now it's Evan Carter, and it's about to be Wyatt Langford and maybe Justin Foskey. We're talking about very premium players who right. are youngsters. Like yeah. when the Astros brought up Bregman, and it's like, what the crap? Yeah. And then they um, they got the big first baseman from Cuban. It's like, you got to be kidding me how they're stacking talent on yeah. top of a, a championship team. I think that's what we're about to see with the Rangers. I'm with you. I, I think you've got organic growth within your organization. It's a great blend of what they've done going out and attacking free agency with a Seager, a Simeon. You mentioned a DeGrom. Now, obviously, you're not going to have him. You won a World Series without him. But I think your infield and outfield is going to be much better. The question is, can they just get back Montgomery? If they yeah. can bring back Monty, I, then I'm feeling really good about that this would be thing. Great. Every yeah. every day this thing gets to where he is not signed, my thought is that he is going to be pitching for the Texas Rangers. Coming back into the buy range, yeah. I think, with yeah. Monty. You know, yeah. he, he might have wanted a, a huge payday, and actually uh, uh, Maddox talked about that with us when we saw him out there at, uh, was it the Rangers Toy Drive? Yeah, Toy Drive, Drive, yeah. Mike yep. Maddox. Um, but – you know, teams see the entire resume of him, and he closed the season great. He's had a, two amazing second halves in his career, but other than that, he's looked like a 3-4 guy. Yes. I think the benefit of, you know, being with the Rangers is we got to see him and experience him being a total champion and being totally clutch when the pressure was at the absolute highest he was at his best. And if you're a contender, that's worth more than regular season wins. We see what regular season greatness gets you with the Cowboys. We want, we want postseason cojones. No doubt. There, yeah. there, there's a reason that New York traded him and then St. Louis traded him as well. And I don't think that it is a surprise that both of those second half seasons, once he got traded, were with Mike Maddox as his pitching coach, sure. which he talked to us about. Right. And I think when you get a pitching coach that's able to dial in and get the most out of you, if I'm Jordan Montgomery, 
I'm taking a little bit less to come back because I know this guy knows how to put me in the best situation to succeed. I think this is the perfect home for him. And I love screaming from Globe Life Field, you're so money, Monty. You're so yes. freaking money, bro. Like, it just it feels right. And in the playoffs, yeah. it's just like, you're right, dude. He took his game to another level, and we're going to respect and appreciate that. I'm wondering how far, like, how far would we take this lifetime Hurtado deal that is about to be handed over <laughs> Would you Monty. go there every night? Like, oh, yeah, like her, I, her titles decided I made a mistake. Right. Like, at what point can you, how much? I would move to Arlington. I tell you what, that'd be my first move. I mean, I love the municipality of Sunnyvale. Uh, but, great ISD. It's amazing. But if I got that free Hurtado for life deal, I'm moving within a half mile. Yeah, there. you got to be yeah. within striking distance 24 yeah. hours a day. Like, what are the guidelines here? Are yeah. there any? Because yeah. I'm Monty. I'm a, I'm a World Series champion. My game rises in the playoffs. So Brandon Hurtado, yeah, yeah. I'm here at 3 a.m. with my bros. It just it, we we're here. I'm yeah. sorry, but I I need to start smelling some smoke. I think every day Get that you go, going. every every day you go to the ballpark, you know, you should just walk by their that area, their their restaurant area, and there should be a sack waiting for you. I like that. Sure. I mean, you should yeah. go. You should be able to go from the player parking lot up the elevator, walk, and there's a sack just waiting for you right there. Under the warmer, Couldn't agree more, you dude. grab it and you go down to the locker room and you sit in your your, your cubicle there and you or your locker area and you just eat barbecue every day. There should be a sack waiting for you. Yeah, that's that's the kind of arrangement I think. And I maybe would have. maybe it looks a little bit different on days I'm starting as opposed to days. Hey, I'm just chilling. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, nah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need. Nah. I might need double. Yeah. for a day I'm not starting. Yeah. You know, I keep it light on the days I'm starting, but yeah. when I'm not starting, you know what time it is. Well, maybe, it's time for maybe me to start grubbing. Yeah, maybe you don't go for those badass nachos they have. On, on the days you pitch. On game day. Yeah, on a game <sighs> day. You, maybe those are the You just go like traditional nachos. brisket sando yeah, or something. Yeah, I've something, been daydreaming about those nachos. Those nachos, nachos are, are damn good, and the tacos are divine. Yeah. Three iconic tough moments define Adrian Beltre's career. We uh, reminisced on them yesterday. I just wanted to reset them. The, the torn thumb ligament comes back in four weeks instead of eight, dominates the second half. He was like a second-half AL MVP, puts the Rangers in the playoffs. You chase down the Astros, who had a 10-game lead late in the year. Beltre's doing it with a, an injured thumb that was just killing him. He had a crushed testy back in 09 with the Mariners, took a ball to the family jewels, scored the game-winning run a couple hours later, 14th inning. And then the bad back, he played through it. He crushed Toronto. He, he, he was legging out a, a, a clutch double while limping. Had Kirk Gibson vibes that it day. Did. Um, so that's kind of you know what you're looking at there with Adrian Beltre going into the Hall of Fame and everybody's in town. So we should get a couple 24, 48 hours. And it's just so amazing. First ballot guy right in the middle of this offseason as we're sitting less than a month from uh, spring training and pitchers and catchers getting out there that, that Beltre gets to really be a big part of this with the timing of it. Man, those stories, I mean, my gosh, we, we can't become numb to those things that you just said, right? Like that is that is some of the most... In insane feats of accomplishment, like we talk about feats of strength, brought us yeah. and you freaking thrive on that. Mm-hmm. You, you're like you're like money Monty in those moments. You take your get you. This isn't regular season, brought us all of a sudden playoff, brought us makes an appearance. Yeah, but that's what this that's what this is like to the fullest extent. The idea that you could have a grapefruit sized testicle and even still <laughs> yeah. even still be at the ballpark. Yeah. Let alone being I, the one who's who's knocking in the game winning run. You are built in a way that no one else could really ever even fathom. Even you are a superhero. He was running in the game winning run. Yeah. He yeah. was he was on the base pass. It's unreal. Like, like yeah, it's, I don't need a I don't need a pinch runner. 
No. I'm good. I no. got this. Don't I, worry. I, in fact, I'll I just need, block it out. I need a new testicle, but I don't need a pinch runner. I am your. Ma- I am the man for the job. I'm going from that, third to home with elephantitis to the nuts, My man. gosh, That's unbelievable. Dude. Okay, it's actually a decent segue into this next story about uh, women's college basketball. We go to TCU, <laughs> yes. where they have a, a gal who might have had that same sort of pain tolerance in their uh, season opener, broke her finger, okay? Yeah. Now, she finished that game. It happened in the opening uh, possession. She finished that game with, like, 20 and 8, okay, wow. out there balling, oh, yeah. damn near dropping a double-double on, on Big 12 heads. So she's gone. A couple other kids are gone. We did the story last week where they were looking for uh, new players at TCU. Well, they got some. Open tryouts, right? Yeah, they got back in action last night, actually picked up a dub. Four walk-ons have been added to the team. Piper Davis, Ella Hamlin, Michaela Moore, and Sarah Sylvester. Sylvester is currently a middle blocker on the TCU women's volleyball team, yeah. becomes the first student athlete there in the Big 12 era to play varsity basketball and volleyball at the same time, according to the university. So, got big doings out there with the Horn Frogs. A couple legendary things. Yeah, I, heard, him out. I heard that yeah. the, the, I, I saw a tweet where a lot of the football players and stuff showed up. A lot of former football players and coaches and stuff showed up for the ladies last night at TCU just to give them some support. Cheer That's on nice. the Lady Frogs. Yeah, there you go. I love that, man. School spirit's beautiful. But toughness is even more beautiful. I saw this the other day from Super 70 Sports, and this this whole Beltray thing reminds me of it. That yeah. was a great follow. You may know Jack Youngblood. Yes. Oh, Hacksaw. Yes. This is incredible. Play with a broken leg. Yes, he did in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Which yeah. The, the story and, could end there. And, and play the Pro Bowl the next week. Yep. But that's where the story goes. Yeah. He goes and plays in the Pro Bowl with the same broken leg. Yeah. After playing in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he's now going to turn around a week later for the love of the game. Yeah. Football guy, mm-hmm. uh, tough guy, like, unlike, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just Jack Doesn't Youngblood. Broken leg in the Super Bowl. Like that right there. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Legend. You take it to the next level. Now you're just sort of ru- rubbing it in our faces how much tougher you are than the rest of us. It's almost yeah. a bleephole move, uh, but it's also one of the most respected things I've ever seen. I think we interviewed Youngblood at the uh, New York Super Bowl or, or maybe San Francisco or Houston. That can't like be that. a guy that has his wits about him. A couple we, games out of helmet. We had him on, on Nosebleeds a couple of years ago. We yeah. Did? We, yeah, he's yes, doing the radio road show. tour. You might be able to shake his hand. He's a good guy, man. He still has it. I mean, he's not like quite what we were getting wheeled over last year. No disrespect to the Hall of Famers. He was an actor he's later still, in his career. Still. Has he should be a stunt him. devil. Yeah, you know he was an actor. He, he had like huh. uh, he was like a evil a TV, TV cop. I forgot what his the show was, but he was on. But yeah, he was he was a TV cop. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni meeting with the media today. It's just so juicy oh. that it looks like they're going to keep <laughs> him. I'm thinking of Fred Dreyer. My bad. Fred Dreyer. Yeah, Fred Dreyer. Yeah, Fred Dreyer. Yeah, Fred Dreyer. I, I was thinking that. I was I, like, wait, is he talking about Fred Dreyer? I, I, I want to make I, you look I, like a dumbass. I, yeah, I was. I think they were teammates. I believe they were teammates with the. With the Rams? Yeah. I think you need to up your uh, Kinko Biloba uh, milligrams. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get no, better. you're good. You're I, I want to I, I, I do a show like this hot stove guy is with like the snow flying in the background as I'm talking to you on TV. Where is he, man? Is he in his house? He, in Banff? He, is, he is on the back porch of his house talking why uh, Joe Maurer is one of the greatest twins ever to play. God, that's just a flex and a half. Is his wife like a hedge fund manager here? Like, that no. is a oh, he's, oh, is he the GM? Is that the, I don't know who that dude I is. I have no idea who this is. But he's got he's got one of the best backdrops I've ever seen on a TV. He does deal. kind of have a GM look yeah. about him. And they're okay. So they're up there in Minnesota, the land of many lakes. He has a house with a giant lake in the background. I would imagine that's that's the GM or somebody with uh, with a, a very high salary. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, congratulations to everybody else that made the uh, Hall of Fame along with Adrian Beltre. So Sirianni's sticking around. That's a dub, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this, it is. This is a guy you're going to trust with a rebuild. Toxic energy and over-frustration, over-emotions. A lot of infighting. Mavs host the Suns tonight, 7.30 on ABC. Really fun matchup. KD's uh, been doing some uh, awesome things lately, and we'll get a chance here to, to see um, you know how the Mavs do against a, a, a Western Conference power contender. How's that thing? Playing better. <laughs> How about playing better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Up and coming contender with a couple old guys who might still be able to do it. G bag of the day at 2.30. Execs predicting future destinations for the quarterbacks on the market. That's coming up next right here. The G bag nation, home of the Cowboys and your World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Yeah, that's right on 105 through the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. G-Bag of the Day is coming up here in about eight minutes. We have some executive predictions from the world of pro football. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817 Jump online to truckwreck.com. And uh, here is the woolly bully, Zach, with an H there with some of those predictions. Yeah, this was fun. I saw ESPN, Jeremy Fowler, senior NFL Nation reporter, put this out. Some 2024 predictions of where some of these quarterbacks will end up. Let's do a little buy or sell here. Mm. Russell Wilson will end up with the Las Vegas Raiders. What do you think? In division, staying in the AFC West, gets to play Sean Payton and those Broncos twice a year. Still don't know quite you know, what they want to do offensively there. Do they want to rock with Aiden O'Connell? They've got Antonio Pierce. They just got in a new GM uh, from the Chargers. Maybe Russell Wilson is new home, could be in Las Vegas. That's a, It's a definitely a weird one when it stays in the division like that. I don't feel like you see that very often. And I also would think a defensive-minded head coach who's like a culture guy, he probably doesn't look at Russell Wilson and think, you're what I want. I remember when your entire defense was turning on you and half the organization in Seattle didn't want to be around you. So you are not going to be – like it appears seems like – culture beast like he's going to start trying to do similar things of like Campbell has done changing the, the just the toughness of a place uh and the the ability to do actual legitimate winning I don't think you want to start that deal with Russell Wilson that Fair seems enough. like a divisive situation I I yeah I'm totally doesn't seem doesn't seem likely very, very possible there no tell Jeremy Fowler to get better sources okay 
Uh, one, well, here, here's his NFC executive. Now, not an AFC guy, but an NFC exec said the Raiders need a vet. They are one of Wilson's original teams he wanted to go to. Okay. He'd stay in the AFC West, the West Coast, and Wilson's wife, Sierra, can do a Las Vegas residency if she wanted to and perform. I think they're making a bigger deal about that <laughs> than anything. All right. Yeah. Trying to make sure the whole family's happy. <laughs> yeah, here. there you go. He uh, did bounce back and have the kind of year where you would think, okay, Maybe he's not an MVP candidate anymore, but he could be a solid veteran quarterback. I, I think the price tag and trading for him, yeah, you know, is is kind of prohibitive. I think he's got to go through a cycle where this thing ends in Denver. He hits the free agent market, and somebody can offer him the right deal that that matches the salary cap for the kind of player that he is at this stage in his career. All right, here's the other quarterback one we talked about last week because we played the Kirk Cousins sound of, well, if I had the opportunity to play for Coach Bill Belichick, I'm yeah. not going to turn it down. So Kirk Cousins and Bill Belichick will be in Atlanta with the Falcons, and they will win the NFC South next year. He writes, Belichick can help a talented yet underachieving team, and Atlanta is that. And then an AFC exec said Cousins would be a great fit there in Atlanta with Bill. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, Cousins off the Achilles, so like I don't know how that really affects the play there. That'll be something to monitor. But on the surface, the combination of Bill Belichick, Kirk Cousins, and what they already have talent-wise there in Atlanta should be enough to be the best team in the worst division. I think that's fair. Can I just buy half of that, though? I think Belichick's going to Atlanta. I mean, throwing Kirk Cousins on top of that, it does seem like the kind of quarterback he would want. Yeah. Um, but, but no, I mean, that's a, that's a lot to predict in there. It is. I mean, they're, they're yeah. going with both and to win the division. The other one's Baker will re-sign with the Bucs. Uh, we had a scout. For oh, yeah, they'll probably win the division. Yeah. The, the Bucks? Uh, no, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, if they, they get do Bill, get Belichick, yeah. they got some talent. If they can just find stability at quarterback, they got a good shot. I mean, they've got some good weapons on offense, and we talked about the strides that their defense took this year, and Bill always puts together a pretty good defensive unit. You've got to tell me who the OC is that place. Yeah, it's, it's probably point. Josh if, McDaniels. If, 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 I am no quarterback. I am not I am not going to go to any place I don't know who that OC is going to be. You know, and and it, you know, and the one thing that Belichick has proven is he's yet to get that right. So, but let's see. It might it might be his old guy that is out there and with the Raiders. That's the only guy he's ever had success with. Yeah. And granted, there was Tom Brady, but they had one year with Mac Jones as a rookie where they went nine and eight. And Mac Jones has not looked anything like that ever since. Yeah. So I mean, they that, sure have done a nice job investing in skill players, though. They've got they've got yeah. the right team to do this with, but they just they they whoever the OC at that place is that's. That's the one I want to know. True. Well, we got news on a DC. Thank you to Medford Uh-oh. for sending this over. Uh, this writes Ian Rappaport. Stunner. Dolphins defensive coordinator Dick Fangio is out in Miami. Two sides are mutually parting ways. So, who knows what the Dolphins do there, but Dick Fangio is going to be a highly sought-after defensive coordinator, I would imagine. Maybe he's planning on pairing up with Jim Harbaugh and with the, with the Chargers because Fangio and Harbaugh were together in San Francisco yes. all those years ago. That's so true. That's like a, an immediate dot, but I'm also thinking if Dan Quinn moves on, that's a name that the, the Cowboys could potentially be interested in. His I wonder, defenses have given you problems. I wonder if Fangio already knows that Harbaugh is going to take the Chargers job. That would be, that, and, that's, he, and he asked, he asked, he asked uh, the Dolphins if he could please get out. You know, maybe he asked to, to be out of that, that mm, contract. That seems That'd the most likely. That seems the most likely. Yeah. How about this one? Uh, the Cardinals, and this is just these are just predictions now from executives, but one AFC scout said Cardinals are going to make a playoff run next year. Head coach Jonathan Gannon seems legit, and they can kill it in the draft. If they add some vet pieces in free agency, they can surprise some people. Kyler Murray will be better with a full year coming off the ACL tear, and he did look better. I mean, they played much better 
towards the end of the season. They knocked off Philadelphia, Arizona. I mean, we forget they were, what, 11-1 and at one point a couple of years ago. Kyler was an MVP favorite, and then they kind of fell apart. But maybe Arizona's one of those surprise teams when we look ahead and peek at the 2024 season. Yeah, I mean the way they the the way their season ended, uh, we saw firsthand versus the front runners, just like the capabilities that this team can have. Um, it all comes down to Kyler Murray for me, but they got an OC there, man. Old Drew Petzing is yeah. his name. Petzing. No one no, th- that name means nothing to you, and I can't tell you anything about his background, but I know that he was he was raising eyebrows across the football world over the season, going, "Hey, whoever is this play designer in Arizona." He knows what he's doing. So we're going to need to start uh, kicking kicking around on what this dude's background is because we love to talk about the Shanahan tree and or the McSex tree, whatever. But Drew Petzing, I don't know where he comes from, but this is a dude who's legit. So Probably why could, James Conner looked so dang good there in that game. Yeah. 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 And uh, so that could be that could end up being great news for for a guy like Kyler. I mean, they, they lost to Seattle and Chicago in in the in the last two uh, three weeks of the season. They did. You know, they lost five of their last eight. And a lot of those were against good teams. I believe in Kyler Murray and James Conner. I, and I, 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 you know, I think Arizona does still have a lot of talent left over. But they've just lost so many games. And even after Kyler Murray came back, it didn't fix them this year. It just made them slightly more credible and competitive. I wonder if it's too early, Wooly Bully, to take Brock Bowers at three. Ooh. They would have two sensational tight ends. Because McBride's pretty damn good for them, and if you add Brock Bowers, who is really just an offensive weapon, yeah, you know he's not even a guy. I that, mean, I, I think they, I think they go skill there, but I wonder if if that type of that tight end, I, I, I see. Would what you, you say. go Bowers over Marvin Harrison Jr. Man, because I think quarterbacks are going one two. Yeah, see, that's the thing about. I, I just kind of wonder. I know it's a, a play for a tight end at three would probably be a. Bad. But Bowers is a special player. Yeah, he is a He's special player. Yeah. Uh, a, a couple of Tolos are, are making a great point here on the trukrack.com fan text right now, connecting the Dick Fangio dots back to Philadelphia, where I mean, he was the assistant. Vic. He was the assistant there last year before going oh, to the Dolphins. That's right. And there was, you know, there, there might be, maybe he ends up in the division. With, with the Eagles, if it's not with Harbaugh yeah. and the and the Philly, Chargers. probably looking for some stability and veteran experience there with their coaching staff. Could very well yeah. Frank it, Reich and him. Thank you, Wolchuk. It is time now to go into the Pimp Cup, where Lucius Alexander has the G bag of the day. Here's Lucius. Slip slide, trying to provide for the streets. The streets. All right, man. Let me see what I got for you boys. Might be a shorter G-bag of the day okay. situation because uh, they were replacing the computer back here earlier. Uh, and uh-huh. I couldn't, you know, record all of my prep like I wanted to. Yep. And there's another reason, too. Tolo's nominated Brian Broaddus' two-minute rant oh, <laughs> on Stephen Jones. There we go. Very popular. G-bag of the day right there. So he's taking up a lot of time there, too. Uh, but that's good. We'll, we'll get to listen to that. Up first right here, it's the high school basketball commentators. Uh, these are our winners so far. 15-year-old Roy Kane, that's what his Twitter says. He says he's 15 years old out of California. This is high school basketball. But it sounds like he's ready for the pros. Oh, wrong button. Damn. <laughs> Jet Kennedy guarding down low in the steal. I can see a big Sam one. Freeney. Oh, it oh my God. Sit down, little boy. Let the man fly. <laughs> I don't care about the technical. He is up in the sky sending it down, big man. Sam Freeney. Boom, 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 boom. boom That's boom, a body 
the sky and let him fly. <laughs> oh, man. It's honestly gotten so better good. every time yes, we've heard it. Is, the way yeah. he says Sam Freeney. Like Sam just... Freeney. I like that Sam Freeney part. It's so hilarious that he went viral for using gang slang. Oh. It's just gang slang. <laughs> About murdering people. 100% gang slang about murdering people. Wow. And everybody else says it too. Smoking on that lion's yep. pack. Yep. That's gang slang. And matter of fact, the person that uh, whose who's mother who's connected to that slang situation, their son died. Oh, no. Yeah, you got to think about that. Oh, you got to no. think about that every time you say it. Mm, damn it. Smoking on that so-and-so pack. Yeah, well, somebody's son died for you to smoke on that pack and sound cool on the internet. Not going to use those phrases Well, anymore. you know, hey, I'm just, you know. No, you're educating. Sometimes I'll be, you know, my third eye be wide open sometimes, bro. I can't help it. Somebody's going to get mad at me for saying that. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, it just gets poked. He gets poked. All right, let's see here. Uh, how about drive-through singing? Oh. You guys ever been in a drive-through after hanging out at the clubs or whatnot? Yes. Yeah. Maybe a Whataburger drive-through is what I've seen a lot. The Whataburger drive-through is usually the go-to. That or T-Bell. Jack and in the box. Yep, yeah, yeah, Jack in the box. Pretty excited. There's like a whole lot of drunk people that probably shouldn't yes. be driving yes. in those drive-through lines. Hopefully, if you've got like a designated driver that's actually driving you. Yes. Well, here's two guys that Brian. they became friends in the drive-through line because they started singing. Look, 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 look. I want my burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, I, 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 because my stomach, stomach just keep growling. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Found you a friend, maybe yeah, a new awesome. music partner. Awesome. Got Bounce some collab and, and uh, make a YouTube account <laughs> together. Very good. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat for me. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat for you already. <laughs> I do like some good burger content. Yeah. Yeah, you do, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the original. Try to find the best DFW burger. You was hey. the original guy. Another day, another burger, we called it. You sure did. I wonder what that consensus ended up being. Uh, I made a top five, and I just said, all these are fantastic. I couldn't choose. Wow. Yeah. Five-way tie for yeah. gold. There we go. So long ago. <laughs> but the grape uh, uh, on Greenville, Wingfields, um, you had, uh, uh, what was the other place? Hop Dotties. Ooh, Hop Dotties is good. It's a good you, burger. You had the one in Deep Ellum, the Angry Dog. Angry yeah, Sean and yeah, something else. Yeah. Angry Dog has a good burger? Because I used to go there for, like, dogs. No, it was it was a place next to the Angry oh, Dog. Okay. Now that I think about it, okay, it was a place okay. down there next okay. to it. What about yeah. Rodeo Goat? I got my my uh, my truck booted down there again. Ooh. That one. Rodeo Goat came in after. It's been a weekday. Ah, yeah. okay. Was that weekday? You were down there. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. can't mess around, bro. Only on a weekend. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was just being there for 30 minutes. Give me a burger real quick. What well, man? One of the best burgers I've ever had in my entire life was at the State Fair, of Texas. Whoa. Juicy Texas tailgate. Oh my God. Juicy Texas Tailgate has one of the best burgers I've ever had in my entire life. I showed like up a great name for a restaurant. Three times to go get that burger. Oh, I forgot about Maple and Motor. Yes, yes. Spot over there is you outstanding. You did say that. You did yes. say that. And something yeah. about grape something. Yeah, right? the grape. The grape yeah. on Greenville, they only do burgers on Sundays. Is that what, what? it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a special it, thing. It's like a fine dining spot, yeah. but they do burgers on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I also went out and figured it out for you folks. I was thinking about Twisted Root down there. Twisted yeah. Root. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kangaroo. Roger Rabbit. Roger <laughs> yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, oh, I'm Elvis. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great root beers, though, like yeah. legit root beers. 
Yeah, good root beers. All right, here's Brian Broaddus. Uh, mm-hmm. They call it a rant. I don't know if it's a rant. Is it a rant, Broaddus? Do you want to call it a rant? Uh, you can call it whatever you want, Lucius. Yeah, I'll call it a rant. That's All fine. Right. Yeah, sure. Here we go. Here's Brian Broaddus. This is Stephen Jones's team yeah. right now. And 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 if and if Jerry's number one fault is handing it off to somebody that's ultra conservative that way, yeah. then then go ahead and blame him. But right now, I I I think the blame's going the wrong direction here myself. So it needs to be Steven. Steven needs to be in the blame. I think Steve. I think yeah. yeah. I think I think when you start to talk about when they the you know they don't want to change. They Both don't want Bill Belichick walking in here or Jim Harbaugh walking in here and saying we need to do this differently personnel wise. I don't like the way we're doing this personnel wise. You know, I don't like this. I don't. They don't want that. They don't want that it's easy for them now mike's not going to get in their way about personnel mike's not going to get in their way and say oh well you know like i want him to go in there and say hey we need to do something different here he's not he's not going to do it different it's totally comfortable for the way that these guys operate now it is they don't have anybody questioning their personnel moves they get to draft they get to sign players their own players they don't do things that the guy in Philadelphia does or people who are fighting for their jobs. That's what this football team is. Yeah. They've handed it off from a guy who used to do crazy-ass things, and I was part of the crazy-ass <laughs> things he did. Heck yeah, you were. You know, and it, you know what? You the crazy-ass I almost said S-word there. Yeah. The crazy-ass stuff will get there. you fired. Yeah. You know, But he handed it off, and that's where we are now. That's where we are with this football team. They don't want to change because it's it's they could operate in the way that they're comfortable operating. You know, that's the whole yeah. that's the problem. And it ain't Jerry. Jerry's just stepping back. He's 81 years old, but he still has all the titles and stuff. But he ain't in there rolling up his sleeves, doing the nuts and bolts stuff. It's Stephen Jones doing this stuff. Oh, you said that man's name, Cup. Yeah. Oh, you said that man's name, bro. Yes. I like that because it focuses where it should be. And maybe maybe yeah. if Steve's feeling the heat a little bit, he'd actually wow. pick up a paper and figure out how to do his job better. Shut up, Brian. You're yeah. doing your part, Brian. Well, hats off to you. That was a good take and everything on your radio station. Yeah, I tell you what, I was over there I was over there doing the radio. At the end of the day, you really don't yeah. know what's going on over here. Yeah, right now. a lot of different ways it's going to get there, Brian. Well, obviously, we fired you 20 obviously. years ago. Yeah, no, obviously you did. Yeah, Much you did. better without you, Brian. Oh, no doubt. Oh, and I was wild. Hey! All right, let's vote. Is it brought us on uh, why we should blame Steve? Is it friends in the drive through line? Instant friends. Man, they that, were singing about their burgers. One. That was a good one. Or is it uh, the champion or high school play-by-play call of uh, Sam Freeney with a monster dunk? Put him in the sky and let him fly. <laughs> hey, uh, so Odell hit me up on the text, said it's Twisted Root. I don't know what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back with Twisted Root. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Took me a while to get there. It it was the angry dog at first. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yes, yes, I I messed up. Appreciate you, Odell, though, for looking out for you, boy. (laughs) Thank you, Odell. The 972 says the grape is closed, but the chef there now works at the Heights in Lakewood and makes the same burger. Oh. So if you're looking for that burger, that's where it is. How far is Lakewood? That's the chef right there. Lakewood's not very far. 15 minutes or so. Might have to pick those up for a Friday one day. Okay, is it a knife? Uh, I'm I'm gonna vote for Broadus. How about you, Chief? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the champ. But that, Broadus, that was gold. Lucius, shoot, man. 
Pelusian, I get a birthday <laughs> shout out on 41. What is your name? Yeah. You're 41 years old. I want to give you a birthday shout out. Oh, hey, man. Happy birthday to you. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with Broadus. Yeah, I'll go with Broadus. Brian? Uh, I'm going to go through the drive through guys. I knew yeah. you would. You oh, yeah. did the right thing, but you still win 3-1-1. Ah. to one to one. And congrats once again to Brian Broadus, your G-bag of the day champion. Has not held down that spot since he got drunk at the Rangers parade. That's true. You're back, baby. Yep. Where are you taking us next? I'll tell you what. I've got questions always for my guys. We'll do those next. Thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105 through the fan. By the way, that 41-year-old, he's named Chris. And apparently he hey, met us happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. yeah, salute to you. And, and happy birthday to everybody else whose birthday it is that did not get an opportunity to text in and get a shout-out there from L.A. It's time now for Krusty's Corner. Here's Broadus. Thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate that. A couple of announcements I have here. Uh, Love of the Star, new podcast that Bobby and I did uh, last night, kind of getting into the offseason a little bit. Uh, That's out right now if you want to give that a a listen after our show. Please do. Uh, We've got draft shows coming up, too, on DallasCowboys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Really looking forward to working with all the guys and gals over there, and especially working with Zach because I know he works really, really hard on the draft. So, uh, we'll get you covered as far as that goes. And then I also want to say to all you folks out there that don't ever think we go after the Joneses, uh, we do. We, we you know, they, they don't pay us to say things or tell us what to say. I was over at my job this morning at DallasCowboys.com, and nobody came up and said anything to me about anything I said yesterday. So I do appreciate about the Joneses. They probably don't like everything we say, but, but uh, you know, when they – when you know we feel like we need to go after him, we go after him. Is that Brian Broaddus in there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, Remember, I'm, Jerry said that during the first interview with yeah. Brian Broaddus. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Brian Broaddus in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fourteen years working with that man. man. So, but yeah, I, I appreciate that. Steve's probably like, "Don't worry, Dad. I'll kick his ass yeah. if it comes to it." Exactly. <laughs> Two big guys wrestling around out there in the. That'd be legendary. You fighting Steve? Gosh, we're about the same age. Yeah, and the same size. Yeah. I'm afraid of his his brother-in-law, John Hickman. His brother-in-law is a tough SOB. I saw we were at Wichita Falls one Nobody time. Nobody jump in. Yeah, but he he might. It might be third man in a hockey fight. I'll take John. But, I got your back. No, no, you no, you won't. <laughs> no, I want to see you go with Steve. I'll tell you what, man. I saw be John. The liveest 45 seconds we've ever seen. Yeah, it'd be two, two be guys awesome. rolling around just out of breath. You know, just I'll take the sweating. You want to stop yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shaking and hugging after the fight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. <laughs> I tap, I tap. Both go get in a water burger and a Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be Steven and I going after it for sure. All right, I always have questions for my guys, um, and I appreciate their answers they always give. Dawson, I'll start with you on this one. Let's rock. Because you're really good at this kind of stuff. Thank you. Is the pressure of playing or or coaching for this team too much for some of these players and coaches? Is the pressure of playing or coaching for this organization too much for some of these guys? I think it is, uh, you know, but I, I think competition could be too much for a lot of people in a lot of different situations. But really, it comes down to what happens when you lose that can, you know, become too much. I, I think when the good times are happening, though, it can become a distraction. And it's too easy for these guys, I think, because the national media and us are constantly talking about them as real life contenders. Yeah. You have to be terrified of failure. You have to think failure is around every corner and you have to work tirelessly to avoid it. And I think that's the trap is, uh, you know, people telling them how great they are constantly. Yeah, I don't know if it's as much as pressure as it is just like a 
Um, there's a there's a sense of entitlement a little bit. Um, but I'm sure for some players that affects it. And I don't know if if Dak has gotten to the point. You know, maybe early on you're a little bit naive to it, and you're the rookie quarterback, and you're like, I'm kind of you know, caution to the wind a little bit. I don't, the pressure's not really on me. Year in, year out now, that pressure just builds and builds and builds. And the transgressions over the last almost 30 years of not winning a Super Bowl, that feels like it's on you, the player. And for a guy like Dak, who's been here now, and he has to own eight years, nine years of that, that I can, I can imagine that builds and builds. You're the rookie. Hey, it's all good. Everything's cool. I got no pressure on me. We're here having having fun. Nine years later, the perspective is probably quite a bit different. Yeah, and and I think when Mike McCarthy said during his press conference last week that the last twenty eight years, you know, he's told the players that's not on them. That means that he's thinking yeah. about it and it's weighing on them. Yeah, right. So I mean, it, the last four years is uh, most of it is on that coaching staff and those players. But before that, they didn't really have any control of the failures this organization does. But it keeps being brought up. So they're lumped into that. So I think yes, and then you add in all the distractions that also come with playing for the Dallas Cowboys and in that building, which I'm sure we'll get to Troy Aikman's comments a little bit later, I think is very true. Yeah, I, I think that for, for some of these coaches and for some, I think it's taken Mike McCarthy four years to figure out what he's up against here in Dallas when it comes to dealing you know, with the way that we mentioned with the way the Joneses and the way they handle their media. And we appreciate the media and stuff that they give us. But working here is a different, and I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if 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 most players or all players are built for this place, or all coaches are built for this place. I think to get over the hump, it's going to have to be. They're going to. That's going to have to change. You're going to have to. You're going to have to figure that out. You know. Uh, you know to to be able to get into have some playoff success. All right. Question I have for you guys. And this this came last night from Bobby and I. We were doing our podcast, and a gentleman named Matt Holleran ask this question to us. We, we take questions from our fans. And Matt's question was, which of these following hypothetical duos would you pick to bring back in free agency? I'm going to give you a pair of Cowboys that are possible free agents, and you're going to have to tell me which one you would want to bring back. Or, in a way, give me, this is the group I would want to bring back. The other ones get sent away forever. Okay. You, you don't get, these guys are done. You're picking a pair to go forward, and everybody else that I give you is completely done. Chief, you ready for this one? Yes. All right, I'm going to give you the names, and everybody can go from here. You got Tyron Smith and Dorrance Armstrong as the first pair. That's a, that's well, a nice, well, I mean, that's a nice I'll pair. You, I'll give you all of them, though. I'll yeah, give you no, all give me all the pairs. I'll give you all the pairs. Set. Here, Jordan Lewis and Tyler Biotish. Okay. Stephon Gilmore and Dante Fowler. Tony Pollard, and Jonathan Hankins. Those are your four groups. Smith, Armstrong, Lewis, Biotish, Gilmore, Fowler, Pollard, Hankins. You only get to pick one of those two, and the rest are no longer part of your organization. It's uh, it's either Gilmore, Fowler, or Tyron Smith and Dorrance Armstrong. I'd probably go with Tyron Smith and Dorrance Armstrong. Reason? Well, Tyron Smith proved that he's he is still a legit player, and as long as there's a contingency plan in place for his inevitable injuries, uh, then I think you know you have a you still have one of the better left tackles in the league. And Dorrance Armstrong is, uh, you know, Dorrance Armstrong was I believe second in sacks on the team. Uh, young, decent player. Don't think he's going to cost you much. 
How about you there, Wooly Bully? Who and, he, pa- and he plays special teams and yeah. stuff. Who was Pollard paired with? Pollard was paired with Hankins. Hankins, that's right. Damn it. Okay, that's tough. Because I do really want Hankins back. I think you need him. Um, but I do think it comes down. I'm not doing Lewis uh, and Biotis. I think that one's an easy one to get rid of. Because um, you need to improve over center. Like, yeah. Tyler Biotis, you, you got to improve there. To me, it, it, it probably is, I think it's Gilmore, Gilmore Fowler. And it's just because of the splash plays we talked about with Fowler. Like, for whatever reason, that guy, when he's on the field, there's something good that's generally happening. Uh, And then for Gilmore, yeah, is he getting a little slower? Does he maybe just have a year left? But I do want a contingency plan in place that's not just a rookie that I draft, that if Trayvon Diggs is not at full strength in the beginning of the season, I know I've got a veteran corner that I can plug and play and feel good about it. So I'll lean Gilmore and Fowler. General? Lewis and Biotish, Dunsky. Okay. Pollard and Hank, Dunsky. Okay. Uh, the only guy I'd keep Pollard with, well, I mean, a couple of guys. I mean, if you paired Pollard with the best players on the team, I'd still be like, crap, we got to keep telling Pollard, but we're keeping this dude. Gilmore, getting old. We'll see what the salary is, but right now I'm going to say no because I bet another team will pay him based on name and reputation. He's very close to the cliff, and we might have seen his last games on this side of the cliff. Can't risk it unless it's super cheap. I'm going with Tyron and Dorrance. I picked last night, I picked uh, I picked Tyrants and Dorrance as well. I thought, I just, what, what happened in the left tackle spot, I think they figured out a plan about him. Now, Zach and I are looking at a lot of players. This draft's really good for some offensive tackles. tackles. If you want to move on from Tyron Smith, you're going to be able to grab a quality offensive tackle uh, down there at the bottom of the board. And they've done a great job with plug-and-play guys. So, but I, I'm, I think they figured out how to use Tyron Smith, how not to practice him. I know I'm probably going to miss him for a couple of games. But if they're not going to move Tyler Smith at all, that's the option I'm going to look at is bringing Tyron Smith back. So that's the one I chose. Gentlemen, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Brian. Krusty's Corner every afternoon, 240 here in the G-Bag Nation. Most days at 3, we head for the NFL news of the day. And today is like most days. Well, Chuck, where are you taking us? We had some coaching updates, shirtless celebrations, and the NFL All-Rookie Team. That's next. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.